Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I'm back today with Amy Sloan and we are talking about classical education. This is part of our homeschool survival series and I'm so glad that you have joined us for this topic and for this series. But before we jump into this, I wanna thank our sponsor again, CTC Math. We are so thankful for CTC Math, not just because they teach math to my kids, but also because they are amazing sponsors of this podcast. They are what help this podcast to continue on so that you can have the encouragement that you need and the resources that you need for homeschooling your kids. So if you're looking for a great online math program, go to ctcmath.com. Amy Sloan, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're back with me today. And, I'm glad to be back. Uh, yeah, thank you. We're talking about all things classical, about classical method. And so if you missed Monday's episode, go back and listen to that. You will be encouraged by Amy. She is breaking apart classical education and what that means for us as homeschoolers. And as we talked about in that episode, every homeschooler is a little bit different. Every one of us homeschools differently because it it depends on our personality. It depends on the personality of our kids. It depends on our teaching style and their learning styles, which are all things that we're talking about in this homeschool survival series. How do your kids learn? How do you want to teach? What do you want to teach? And in the end, why does any of it matter? And as we say all the time, the only thing in the end that matters is that we're pointing our kids towards Christ. Plain and simple, that's it. Teach them about Jesus. It doesn't matter what method you use to get there as long as you get there somehow. And so it's all about Jesus. But classical, Christian classical, as we talked about, is a fantastic way to educate your kids at home. And so, Amy, you talked about in the first episode a little bit about what you call the quadrivium and the seven liberal arts. Can we dissect that a little bit more and talk a little bit more about what that means and what that would look like in a homeschool? I would love to. And I'll just give the caveat. I'm just an ordinary homeschool mom right here in the trenches with everybody. So I'm going to try to kind of give like the what I would just say to you at my kitchen table over a cup of coffee. I love and it. And if, if some, anyone wants the, you know, the deeper, more profound answers, I can pass you on to other resources. Yep. But the, the liberal arts, again, kind of as traditionally understood, there were seven liberal arts. So first, I want to think like, what do we mean by liberal arts? Well, that was talking about a liberal or a free people. Again, from Monday's episode, it's going back to this idea of what kind of human beings do we want to raise and what what kind of humans are we educating? So we want people who are free, right? Which as a Christian, we can understand we want this freedom to come from Christ, the fear mm-hmm. of the Lord. But the, the liberal arts then are not subjects that we study and they're not stages of learning, but they're really tools and uh, foundational ways of understanding information or not information is probably even the wrong way to say it, but to understand the world around us. Mm-hmm. The trivium is those first three. And then we have the quadrivium, which is the last four. You can hear like the tri and the quad, the three yeah. and the four. And together, those make the seven liberal arts. So the trivium, we have grammar, logic, and rhetoric. And grammar is this idea of those fundamental things, just understanding what words mean, the fundamental ideas of whatever it is that we're learning. And then in logic, this idea of making connections and understanding the relationships of one thing to another. In rhetoric, the ability to communicate skillfully it's not just about persuasion, although a lot of times now we, we think about 
persuasive communication Mm -hmm. in particular with rhetoric, but it's really just being able to communicate clearly and well the ideas that we have learned, that, that knowledge, and then we've understood, and then we want to communicate them to other people. And so for a home educator, that's going to really be primarily what we're focusing on as we approach really any subject. We're coming to all the things we're learning with those kinds of ideas, those, those arts or those tools um, in mind. And then as students got older and uh, we're going to apply those things even more deeply, that's the quadrivium. And that would be arithmetic, geometry, astronomy, and music. And so again, thinking this is classical. So this was an ancient idea of the the numbers, um, arithmetic, more like we would think about them. But geometry is like numbers in space, uh, astronomy, numbers in this great sphere, and the relationships of, of things to one another in this deeper, ever more complex way. And so uh, for most of us, we're probably not going to be able to to dive too deeply into that in our children's younger years, but um, that's sort of where your goal is for people to mm-hmm. be able to take these things that you've learned and then go ever more deeply. Yeah. One of the greatest things I think about homeschooling, especially when you start young with your kids, is looking at where you want them to be, right, as adults, and then working your way backwards. I know that's what Lee Bortons did with classical conversations as she started, you know, in the high school years and then worked her way backwards to down to the foundation stage. And I think as homeschool parents, we need to do that. We need to look at where where do we want our kids to go? I mean, and we we've talked about this, you know, anytime you have a destination, you have to map it out. We we have the easy way of doing it now. We're just, just this past week and my husband and I were talking, we were driving through Dallas, Texas. And I was like, how in the world would we manage without GPS today? I just can't imagine a world without GPS. And it's so easy to just pop in our destination and then it tells us exactly how to get there. And it's not that easy with parenting and with homeschooling. We don't just get to just pop in our destination for our kids, but we do have the word of God to help direct us and guide us. And as you're talking about the trivium, and the trivium is is grammar, logic, and rhetoric. I was thinking as a Christian, one of the best ways to think about each one of those things is that the grammar is is the, the foundation of our faith, right? It's teaching our kids a lot of memory work, but not just for the sake of memorizing stuff. And, and I want to speak to this specifically in regards to teaching our kids about the Lord. We teach them to memorize scripture not because at the age of three or four or five, they understand exactly what it's saying, but because we want them to know scripture by memory. We want them to hide it in their hearts. We want them to to know the word of God, word for word. We want them to be able to spit out, you know, Psalm 1 or Psalm 23 or whatever it is, you know, John 3, 16, whatever it is that we're teaching our kids. So we teach them the grammar stage so that they memorize these things, but they have no understanding yet at that point. And then they move into the logic stage where they start to gain an understanding of the things that they have memorized and learned. And then they move into the rhetoric stage where they get to start defending their understanding. And I think that is the most important thing. And that is our goal for our kids is for them to, it's apologetics, you know, it's for them to be able to understand what they believe and why they believe it. Because if all we teach them is just the memory work and say, go at it, kid, good luck, but we never teach them that logic stage and get them to the rhetoric stage where they understand why they believe what they believe and then how to defend their belief, 
our kids are going to be lost as adults. They are not going to know why they believe what they believe. And, and, and we've seen this many times. That's why so many kids, I think, are leaving their faith is because they really have no clear understanding of what they believe. And so that's one of the things I love about the Christian classical method of education is it gets to take God's word as well as history and science and grammar, you know, language arts, all of that stuff. And it makes sense of all of it so that we have that roadmap to get them to where we want them to be as adults, right? Yeah. We have to start with the end in mind, right? And we want children who are wise. And the Bible clearly tells us that it's the fear of the Lord that's the beginning of wisdom, right? Not just the accumulation of, of lots of facts and knowledge that can just puff us up. Look how much I know. But the fear of the Lord, which is to realize he's creator and I am creature, you know, that's right. That, that is such an important aspect of this, of this education adventure that we're on with our kids. Absolutely. I mean, there are, you know, thousands of college professors in secular universities who can rattle off all sorts of facts about the Bible, but they have no relationship with Jesus at all. You know, they just know the facts. They know the things that are in this book that's called God's Word or the Bible. They probably don't even call it God's Word. And and they know these things, but it means nothing to them except that they can answer a bunch of questions on Jeopardy, (laughs) which gets nobody anywhere when it comes to eternity. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. As we try to impart a biblical worldview in our children and equip them to be salt and light in an increasingly secular culture, we need tools to explain how the scriptures mold our view of every subject we teach. We need homeschool curriculum that shows how the Lord rules over everything we learn while stretching our children to follow Him wherever He leads. Learn how BJU Press Homeschool has served thousands of Christian homeschool families just like yours by visiting BJUPressHomeschool.com. Are you ready to restore our constitutional republic? Patriot Academy is on the front lines of the mission to educate, train, and inspire millions of citizens to know and live their freedoms. With courses and materials from America's Constitution coach, Rick Green, Patriot Academy's Constitution training will equip you to be a leader in your community. You don't have to know anything about history, the Constitution, or the law to get started. The courses and coach training are free. Find a class today or sign up to be a Constitution coach at patriotacademy.com. Again, that's patriotacademy.com. We are back with Amy. Um, Okay, thank you for explaining the trivium, the quadrivium, quadrivium, that's a hard word to say, um, and the seven liberal arts. Um, I think that was a really good explanation. And I love that you prefaced it by saying you're just an ordinary mom explaining this over a cup of coffee because I think so many times when we think about classical education, there are a lot of big words that get thrown around and people are like, what are you even talking about? I have no clue what you're referring to. So I like um, just keeping it just real with myself and with moms. You know, when we started homeschooling, I was like, classical, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, And so I like being able to just explain that in a simple way. Okay, so let's talk about if a Christian homeschool mom wants to pursue classical in her homeschool, Is it like one size fits all? Everybody does it exactly the same. Do you have to use a certain curriculum, a certain program? How do you do this? This is such an important thing to me. I think especially as a second generation homeschooler, um, 
I, it makes me really sad when I look around the homeschool community, you know, those of us who are already doing this countercultural thing, we should be on each other's sides more than anyone, right? And yet, even then within the homeschool methodologies, you, you find splintered infections and, oh, you don't use the same curriculum I do. You do things a little differently than I do. You know, you're not homeschooling right. You're not <laughs> classical educating right, whatever it may be. And so I just really want to preface it first by saying, we have the freedom as homeschool parents to figure out what's going to work best for yeah. our unique children and our unique family. And it doesn't have to look just like anybody else's, whether you're a classical educator or not. And if anybody tells you there's only one way to do it right, uh, I would, I would They're steer lying. clear of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I sometimes say homeschooling is not a vending machine. You know, we don't just punch in the right buttons and out comes this product. Yeah. It's a lot more complicated than that. And um, thank goodness that it is based on the work of the spirit in our children. Amen. Our own. But to with that huge preface, <laughs> no, the answer is no, there's not just one way to Christian classically educate. You don't have to do a certain program in order to be doing it right. There are options for, for homeschooling in this way and, and a variety, actually, of uh, co-op kind of settings. I personally have not chosen to participate in a, in a co-op my, my whole homeschool life here. Again, it's that second generation thing. I'm a yeah. rebel. Like, I homeschool because I want to be able to do what works best for my family, and I don't want anybody to tell me <laughs> what to yep. do. Um, but there are lots of, lots and lots of great resources and you can even do it without a textbook. You know, classical education is focused on ideas um, that have stood the test of time. And so uh, those aren't always going to be found in a textbook. They might just be found at your library. Yeah. Well, in our next episode, I actually want to dig really deep into what it would look like in a day for your family to use classical education. And I want to kind of break that apart, give some really practical examples for families. Um, but if if someone at this point, if they wanted to start exploring the ideas of classical education, where would you have them start? Besides well, this podcast. <laughs> yes, they should totally start with this podcast and the next episode here. But um, if you're looking for some books, uh, one of my very favorite books on the topic, I think I referenced this um, in an earlier episode, is The Liberal Arts Tradition by Kevin Clark and Robbie Jane. I really love that one, not only because it gives a, a very thorough um, explanation of Christian classical education, but because it's really founded on theology. And I love that about it. Um, that is going to be a little bit harder. So if you're a little scared about big words, maybe don't start there. In that case, you might want to start with Consider This by Karen Glass. Okay. Uh, Karen Glass wrote Consider This and looks at the classical tradition as well as Charlotte Mason and how she fits into the classical tradition. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really fantastic introduction, an easy read. Um, I would also recommend Abolition of Man by C.S. Lewis. Okay. Uh, he talks a lot about the goal of education. And of course, although he doesn't use the term, you know, Christian classical education, those are really the ideas, the framework within which he's communicating. Um, and then you mentioned, uh, I think, uh, Dr. Perrin earlier, mm -hmm. uh, Classical Academic Press has a lot of great free resources on their yeah. website. Um, you can just go and scroll through some, some helpful little essays to kind of whet your appetite. Uh, and then 
the Scully Sisters podcast is a great one for classical educators. And then I'll, I'll plug my own site as well. Yep, I, I have interviewed a lot of amazing Christian classical educators like Dr. Uh, George Grant, Adrian Friest, Karen Glass, I mentioned earlier, and others. And I actually have a video where I kind of go into my theology of Christian classical education and why we've chosen to educate in that way. So I can yep. send you links and names of all those things I just rattled off. <laughs> Yes, yes, please do. And we will put all of those in the show notes. And I, I love that you mentioned Classical Academic Press. Um, they are actually one of our sponsors on the movie, and they are a fantastic uh, program. We actually are using um, one of their Bible curriculum uh, curricula right now. We've been using it for quite some time, and it, it's one of the ones that we use. I, I love the way they just explain the Bible. Um, it's, got, it's called God's Great Covenant, and it is one of my favorite resources. Uh, I've had it for years, and I, it's one of those ones that I go back to all the time, but I know they've got tons and tons of really great resources for those who are just getting started with classical education, to those who are maybe just thinking about it, to those who have been in it for a really long time. And, um, and they have a great, they, they just have a great staff there. So if you guys even have questions about that, and we'll put the link to their website in there as well. Um, and then tell me really quickly a little bit more about your video. You mentioned that you have a video on your YouTube channel that talks a little bit more about Christian classical education and your, your theology. What, tell me a yeah, little bit more I, about that. Yeah, I really explore some of these ideas, even the ideas of why would a word-based education be important, you know? Um, where do we get these ideas, even about there being such a thing as truth, goodness, and beauty? Those mm -hmm. are terms that get thrown around a lot in classical yep. circles as the transcendentals. There, I'll throw in another fancy word. <laughs> um, and and I think it's so important to see how those things really are based in the character of God himself, yeah. not just sort of these like, eternal ideas that just sort of hug around out in the ether waiting for us to discover them. So I really kind of delve into that okay. um, in the video. Love it. We will put links to those in the show notes. You guys, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Amy, for being with us again today. We will put all links that go back to Amy Sloan so you can learn more about her, her podcast, her blog, everything that she does. Um, she has been a great resource um, this week. And we're going to talk tomorrow. Like I said, we're going to give some really practical um, input as to how you can implement classical education into your homeschool and what that might look like for you and your family. So Amy, thank you for joining us again today. You guys, thank you for being with us. If you've not yet watched the movie Schoolhouse Rocked, go to schoolhouserocked.com. DVDs are out now. It's streaming. You can get it. It's really easy for you to watch it. Just go to the website, schoolhouserocked.com. Share it with a friend. You guys grab a DVD, send it to a friend who you know just needs that encouragement. They need to know what this homeschooling thing is, what it looks like, why they need to do it, and just bring all the encouragement. It, it will debunk all of the misconceptions and negative stereotypes that people have about home education. So go to the uh, website, schoolhouserocked.com. You can get all of the information you need there. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Have a great afternoon. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. 
To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.